Welcome to Film Shapes the Podcast. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, today we're here with Rolly once more. Hi, Rolly. How are you? Hi. Happy good, New good. Year, in fact, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Um, Ben's on my left. Hello. And Merv's on my right. G'day. How are you going? Good. Is everyone fine? Yep. So, guys, today we're all around the one mic. We're going to talk about the top five films that we chose for last year, 2019, and Probably a couple other things, maybe turkeys and that kind of thing. Uh, who wants to begin? Should we just go round robin? Sure. Ben, oh, can, I, can I just confirm for sure. the listener as well? Uh, are we going? Uh, are these top five in an order? Uh, let's go five down to one. Each person, well, like five. You know, um, we'll, we'll find out as we go through. But oh, I should add, you, these don't have to have been from 19, 2019, right? It yeah. could be years before. If you've seen it for the first time and, that, and you like it, put it in. Have you done this, Rolly? Yeah. yeah no. I no just, you just went all 2019? I just went for uh, films I saw at the cinema this year. I had to have Shit. seen it at the cinema. No. Oh, interesting. That's the way I well, went that, this year. That, you don't mind going that way? No, no, no. I'm, yeah, it's fine. Oh, traditionalist. Okay. Well, I've got one or two in from earlier, yeah. I think. So. Yeah. One of them is not even a movie. <laughs> games were this, in this, this sort of shit's happened before um, okay well Ben give us your okay. number five number five uh, starting with a, uh, a, a very entertaining crowd pleasing movie uh, Enter the Spider-Verse oh yeah I, I think that's the best superhero movie at least in the maybe ever like, mm. I, I, like as a <clears throat> a movie that kind of reflects like the energy of the comics and like the possibility space that like comics represent like it because it not like it isn't tied into this like overall like Marvel universe mm. structure, uh, it's able to be a lot freer in terms of what it can do, and like it's so f- inventive and full of ideas, and like just went so many crazy places and did so many like inventive things that uh, yeah, I think it's my probably my favorite superhero movie ever. Wow, uh, have we all seen this? Yep. Yeah. No, okay. I haven't seen it. That might come up a lot with <laughs> you, yeah, Riley. No, <laughs> yes. Um, that, do you think it had more leeway because it's an animation? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the the ability to... Like, it used a lot of, like, tricks of animation as well mm. to, like, you know, kind of... You know, like, there's so many... Like, it's doing so many things visually that you yeah. couldn't necessarily do. Like, it's kind of, I suppose, akin to, like, say, like, a filmmaker, like Edgar Wright, the way that he yeah. uses yeah. comic language, like, particularly in the Scott Pilgrim film. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's actually using the visual iconography and language of comics and then mm. transposing it onto a, a, a cinema, yeah. uh, or into cinema. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was really great the way it was able to do was, that. Was this Lord and Miller? That, yes, yeah, yes, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. They they did the Meatballs film, didn't they as well? Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball, yeah, I, think I think maybe. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the most well known for doing the Twenty One Jump Street reboot, and oh. also, which you know, a, a good film for a studio comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the other big thing that they did? Oh well, doesn't yeah, count. I, remember, remember. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's number five cool. from Ben. Number All right, five so rolling. my five—I didn't realise we it was going to be an order of the, you know. What you just the, thrown them in? Yeah, all yeah five good ones that I saw. Ah, uh, okay. can number, you that, reorder right. as we go? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll try it with this. So I'm going to start with uh-huh. um, the Scorsese documentary uh, on Bob Dylan. Ah, oh. Rolling Thunder review. A film that that did definitely affect me in a, in a strange way that I wasn't expecting. 
Um, not your average doco. Mm -hmm. And I only just found out yesterday that it might even be incorrect to call it a documentary at all. Why? Because some of the main characters in the film are completely fabricated. Oh, really? So the whole mm. the, the premise of the film is that uh, there's this uh, European director called uh, Stefan van Dorp. Okay. And um, he was on the tour in 1975-76 with Dylan and the whole the whole bandwagon, mm. and um, and he shot all this footage, and you know was going to make a film out of it. Somehow that didn't happen at the time, and he mm. um, uh, he's now given the footage over to Scorsese to make a film ah. after all this time. Anyway, Stefan Van Dup is a fictional character who happens to be a performance artist ah. and Bette Midler's husband. Yeah, <laughs> what? Mm. Strange, and I only found out this yesterday. Like I was, I was completely. <laughs> so where'd the footage was, come from then? Well, the footage is real. Okay. So there was, they were making another film at the time, mm. um, Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo and Clara, I think, which really flopped, and it was a okay. kind of semi-fictional film that uh, Dylan had oh, okay. gotten talked into making or wanted to make, and it, I think, it was in cinemas for maybe three weeks right. or something like that. <clears throat> Why do um, they need to? bollocks about this then well this was Scorsese's choice which oh, I think okay. is interesting but in the context of Dylan it, it makes sense because all through this tour Dylan is um he's getting into a bit of a kabuki stage and he's white face white facing <laughs> you know he's wearing you know and the whole idea of the mask and it's mm, okay. real who's telling the truth and this kind of thing oh, I see okay um and some of the classic it's my favorite um kind of era of his him as a performer mm. as well um by far I think um and that is another great thing about the film is it has got those amazing performances in mm. it. Even if you're not a Dylan fan, yeah. which I'm, I'm not a die-hard Dylan fan, I've just sort of, every little bit that I see sort of adds to my kind of, mm. you know, wonderment of, you know, I'm, whether I like him or not. Yeah. I've never really been sure of that. But this, this film sort of put me in the direction of saying, actually, there's a reason why Bob Dylan was Mm. Uh, a, a bigger man of, of the day as he was, hmm. um, but yeah, I, I just the strangeness of the whole film, hmm. and the fact that it's it's got this fictional layer kind of it yeah. tricked me. It, yeah, it mm. tricked me, and uh, but I appreciate it for that. So yeah. that's definitely on my list. Ah. I, I, this is a film that's completely gone under my radar. I wasn't even aware, and mm. I, I really want to check that out. I love it's a Netflix release. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting to say that it's kind of made you, like, more appreciative of Dylan. Like, the only Dylan documentary, D.A. Pennybaker's Don't Look Back, which mm. I, I watched that when I was in film school, mm. and I was like, man, Bob Dylan's a real asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it kind of really put me yeah. off of his music. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Mm. And I think he's, I think this was at a time when he'd kind of, you know, he'd already been famous, and this was a bit of a comeback period for him, and he was just kind of happy, you know, there's footage yeah. of him... You know, he was, and this is real, he was driving the bus a lot of the time and was there's another camper night? van on tour. They'd was, rock, they'd rock into towns and not in 75, 76. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. And they'd rock into towns that didn't actually know Bob Dylan and crew. He had all, a lot okay. of other musicians yeah. along with him, people from the Birds and different bands. And mm. um, Alan Ginsberg was along for the ride as well mm. and reciting poetry and uh, Joan Baez, um, Patti Smith's in there at one point. Yeah, there's lots oh. of... Um, oh, yeah big people of the day. But yeah, they'd rock mm. into town just with flyers, giving mm. them to people on the street and say, yeah, they're performing tonight at the town hall. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot right. smaller and it was, a, mm. it was a lot more of a grounding thing, I think, for Dylan. And um, But Dylan's always been someone that, you know, would piss off his fans without much of a... Right. 
much of a thought, and yeah. you know that's why they love him too. I think. Hmm. Oh, good. Nice, Merv. Uh, my number five is the documentary on Diego Maradona. Is it really? Yes. Great. Okay. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, you know, all I really knew about Maradona was the latter years. You know, the drunken, <coughs> yeah, drug-addled fat man who, um, yeah. you know, abused people and carried on like a <laughs> lunatic. Mm. And this documentary just gave me it gave me an insight into the duality of Maradona. You know, yeah. the, the player and then the character he became. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city, yeah, um, as well. The city, uh, Naples, which yeah. just became obsessed no, with him. Yeah. He was everything they were about because suddenly their team was successful. Um, yeah, it was just a fascinating, just... Yeah, I said mm. I, I didn't realise just, you know, just listening to him explain how he had to change his game to be successful. Yeah. And, yeah, and then just, you know, the people talk how he's changed and and just the way everything turned on him. Mm. You know, and just as soon as he, you know, he was the hero of the city, but as soon as he went back for Argentina and he beat Italy in the World Cup. Yeah. Bang. They suddenly were no longer forgiving him, you know, yeah. all that stuff they protected him because of his yeah. drug use and all the rest of it and hanging out with the mafia. Yeah. Suddenly they just turned and he yes. got into trouble and got rid of him. Yeah. So, Do you have to be a football fan to appreciate this movie? I don't think so. I I think it's just a story, you know, the football's a big part of it, but I just found, um, no, it's just more about, you know, watching this this poor little kid yeah. who came from nothing and then suddenly got turned into a star and became one of the biggest stars mm-hmm. in South America and Europe. I think it's the best way to put it. Yeah. Probably Africa as well, you know. He was, he mm-hmm. was the name. Mm-hmm. And I said they described him as, you know, there was, there was these two characters. There was the player who was, Maradona, who was Diego mm-hmm. and then there was Maradona. Then there's Maradona. Yeah. yeah. Who was the the football star? Yeah, I'll go. Well, yeah. That guy, these coaches. Mm. I'll go. I'll go. His fitness miles, coach. Yeah, yeah, miles for Diego, but not one step for Maradona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it was just, and it was just all that use of <clears throat> just home footage, and it was just fun. I'm trying. It was just voiceovers. There was mm. no actual. Well, it's Capadia, isn't it? He does yeah. that kind of style. So, yeah, and yeah, I just thought that even that opening scene where it's just the video of him going through the crowd mm. in the car to yeah. get to the mm. house of it. I think it was just a. You were there. Yeah. And just film. seen, you know, the chanting in the change rooms. And we were actually really quite close to yes, that we screen were. too, weren't we? So, uh, yeah. You remember that, Roll? You Did yeah, you remember yeah. what you meant, Phil? Your neck still feels the effects of it, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I didn't mind it. I yeah. don't mind being a bit closer to the yeah. action. So we have two documentaries so far in the in the first mm. round. I think it's, it's three documentaries. <laughs> what do you got? Um, <clears throat> little film called Fire in Babylon. Does anyone know about this? You heard no. about this move? It's um, it's a story of the West Indies cricket team. Oh, yes. I thought yeah. it sounded familiar. Really? <coughs> what do you mean, really? No, no, nothing. <laughs> you had your fucking music <laughs> one. No, I had my cricket one. Um, no, this is great. Um, it's, uh, it, it follows them from when they got, uh, they got thumped by the English, I think, early... Or maybe Australia, but maybe both teams... Uh, early 70s and then they decided they have to fight fire with fire they have to get their pace battery going so they got all the the quicks Roberts and Garner and Holding and Marshall a bit later Joel Garner Joel Garner there you go and uh, <laughs> and they basically they just thought let's kill them let's just hammer these bastards and yeah they rose to to unbeatable status I think they didn't lose a series for 15 years or something like this and that, that we remember when we were yeah kids that they just 
We got the end of it. The frightening, yeah. Well, I was in the middle of that. I think you were too, surely. Oh yeah, but I'm saying, but we caught those la that last generation mm. of Lara and. Um, oh uh, yeah, you know, I suppose that's when because they once to get... they retired, yeah, West Indian cricket plummeted. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I mean. We caught Lara just held on, didn't he? I mean, that, yeah. it, once I guess once some um, big Viv sort of left and Garner and Holding, that's when they started to. Yeah, drop. so I said I yeah. I remember Australia winning the well, famous series. Them. Yeah, yeah the yeah. famous series over in the uh, Caribbean that they yeah. won. But it's it's um mm. it's a pretty interesting doco. It sort of flits between images of them or vision of them playing, talking heads of, of some of the greats, and um, and also a bit of music, like a bit of reggae, and these dudes singing songs, singing odes uh, to Viv Richards and this kind of stuff. It's, yeah. it's quite cool, yeah. So it's, it's good, it's very watchable, great, great fun, yeah. Oh, I recommend you check that out, Rolly. <laughs> Yeah. Shaking his head I'm at me. I'm not going to. You're not going to? Fair enough. <laughs> oh, no, I might. You never know. Yeah. If, you, right. if it's in your top five, then I'll, I'll take five. it seriously. But it was actually made 2010, so that's, that's, yeah, the early, okay. that's the earliest one I've got in my top five. Number four. Ben. Okay. Uh, this one, I, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually not 100% sure that I watched this in 2019. I think I did, <laughs> but it might have been, <laughs> might have been January only upset him. 2019. <laughs> it might have been December 2018. Let's just say it was January. Uh, that is Support the Girls, a, uh, a film by an uh, American filmmaker named Andrew uh, Bialski. Um, who like kind of came up as a mumblecore director, like doing like very like low budget independent films. Uh, probably most well known, I think he did a film called Funny Ha Ha, which mm. you know got, like international release. But you know, I, re I remember trying to watch it when I was like you know like twenty and like just bounced right off of it because it was like too lo-fi basically. Mm. Uh, and he did a film called Computer Chess a couple of years ago, which was like shot in black and white using like cameras from the eighties, and it's like. Mm. I, but anyway, I'll get mm -hmm. to the actual film that I'm talking about, um, <laughs> which is Support the Girls, which is like him. It's it very much has the energy of his earlier work, <clears throat> in that it kind of like it seems to not really have much of a strong narrative. It's kind of set over the course of a day at this Hooters style restaurant, um, but it's this like deeply humanistic film about like these people working in <clears throat> what you would think of as a kind of you know, like, kind of trashy restaurants, and but it really, like, humanizes them, and, like, you get, like, a real sense of, like, the community and the friendships and, like... Uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah, it was, like, the most kind of humanistic okay. film I think I watched maybe last year. Well, <laughs> or, maybe last year. <laughs> Does it have any, anybody we'd know in it? Um, oh, God, I think the main actress I, do, I have seen in other stuff, uh -huh. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, um, but probably not. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's like mostly lesser known okay. sort of actors. I've heard the name, but I, I can't picture anything about it. So, yeah. Wait, uh, did you oh. see this at the cinema? No, no. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, right. So, no, didn't get a release here, maybe. Um, I don't think that it did. No, yeah, okay. no. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Support the girls. Mm. A left field choice, Ben. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Really cool. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> this, I might. Oh. I might cop a bit for this. I don't know. It's it's another <laughs> Netflix release. You wait till you hear my number four. <laughs> oh, it's another no, Netflix okay. release, um, and I'm not usually a fan of Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, I think I'm so, so I found uh, Bird Box okay. um, to be a really interesting film. Uh -huh. As you know, it's a genre kind of apocalyptic, almost a zombie film. It's not a zombie yeah. film, but um, but just an interesting premise and the idea that. Can I hang on? Yeah. 
I haven't seen it. How do we do spoilers on this? If you're going to spoil it for me and the, well, the, the listener. Well, I think... <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I don't care. Of anything uh, you know... Yeah, I don't, I, won't, I, don't I won't spoil it too much, okay. but the basic premise yep. is basically um, like the world is kind of invaded by some weird sort of... I don't know, it's kind of supernatural almost because it's okay. like demons. Hmm. But if you see them, if you open your eyes to them and see them, yeah. you die. I think, uh, huh. I think you commit suicide or... Yeah, you yeah. go suicidal. Yeah, so huh. so the idea is you can get through the world wearing a blindfold and you'll be fine. And I just thought that was a really cool idea that I haven't oh. seen done anywhere else. It's and almost a bit like a quiet place, I suppose, with, except with well, yeah, eyes instead yeah, of ears. Yeah, a quiet place. I, mean, I preferred... Yeah. I actually liked this a little better than a quiet place. Oh, really? Even. Okay. Um, but, uh, and there's some... Well, it was the day of the Triffids, and that's everyone blind. And I think, I think again, psychic powers. But part of the reason for that is in a quiet place, you you eventually do, you know, you get to see the monster. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Whereas this is something that the whole time you're kind of apart from a kid drawing some, you know, very spooky images on a piece of paper at one point in the film, like you're completely, it's completely up to your own imagination of of what this most what these most fearsome creatures must look like yeah, okay. to be able to cause mm. you to do these insane things. To become suicidal. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a really spooky, scary idea, I think, at its core. Hmm. Bullock did well. Um, <laughs> you had to she, she can be all right, but she's... Yeah, yeah general, no, no respect, not, yeah. respect to her. I think she's, um, she's, a, she's a... She's made some money. ...a strong woman. <clears throat> um, Genre, but, that, but that's really all I've got to say about it. Okay. Uh, I liked it. it. It stayed with me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Scary, quite yeah, scary. You, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I definitely notice. didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Good. All right, nice one. I'll check that out, I reckon. Number four. Uh, my number four actually has a link. Um, cool. Both of these films, um, no, start a Rosa Salazar. Oh, oh, who was she? Who was she? <laughs> oh, don't fucking. Who was she? Uh, she was, I think, the oh. female cop. Oh, okay. In the house. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't care. I'm just dying with this. I've seen it again and <clears> thoroughly <throat> enjoyed it a second time. Alita Battle Angel. Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving. <laughs> um, I don't care. I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I came out with a smile. I know it's flawed. The love story in it is just awful. But Rosa Salazar was a kick-ass character in it. Mm. I like the world. Um, it was just, yeah, I just really, really enjoyed this film. And I said, I've seen it again and still so, thoroughly enjoyed number it. Number four. What's, what's, number four. I, I don't... I'm it's not number after, four in my top bottom. What do you mean? I'm not talking about films. I came out of that with just yeah, thoroughly okay. enjoying it. And, you know... I'm went, glad you had a good time. I, I, I got to say, I'm time. feeling you. I, I enjoyed that movie as well. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. it, it's actually on my list of most okay slash fine <laughs> right, movies. Okay, yeah, right, it was really? like, I went in with very low expectations. It was like, ah, this is... Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, avoid. We were in. Um, <laughs> and yeah, what don't you like about it then? Uh, I think I think the the Salazar's character was horrible. Like I, that just freaked me out to start with. I just couldn't look at her. It was, like it didn't the eyes, work. the eyes, the whole facial stuff. That, but that's the entire look. Cri- yeah, sure. Oh. Christoph Waltz is in it. Yeah. And Jennifer all, Connelly. All I, could, yeah, all I could think about watching Waltz was, gee, I've seen him in really good things. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, I was just, it was colour by numbers. It was boring. I just. I enjoyed really? it. Really? Okay. Well, You're we'll just never, a joyless we'll man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to resolve no, this. No, no. Okay. Well, no. Fair I enough. like my trashy Number, films. Yeah, I've. Yeah, I remember. 
Number four, hey? Shit. Okay, do you have anything else to say about this? No. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, my number four. Um, pretty recent, actually. It's Knives Out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Missed that. Oh, really? You haven't seen it yet? Yeah, I tried to, but just... Okay. A little, as that yeah, yeah, exactly. bung up at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't give much away, but it's a, it's a cracking little um, kind of whodunit. There are other things at play here, but it's also underneath. There's a lot of um, class divides and immigration and race, a little bit of race. Um, there's a lot of stories behind this story. Um, Benoit Blanc is the uh, character Daniel Craig plays. Another detective, not quite Bondy. You've seen this? No, ben? I haven't. I really want oh, to. Right, okay. mm. you, you saw it, Roland? No, not oh, yet. Okay. Um, it's Ryan Johnson. He did Looper. He did Brick. Uh, yeah. yeah. He did some other film with Mark Ruffalo, I think, as well, yeah. which I've not seen. And, of course, The Last Jedi, which was a bit disappointing for me. But, yeah, this is his best film for my money. It's fantastic. Great fun. Lots of, lots of laughs. There's a, the lead is Ana de Armas, um, a Cuban-Spanish uh, actor, who <laughs> all throughout all the rich people in the family that she's sort of working for don't know where she's from. They all tell everybody, yeah, she's a Paraguayan um, housekeeper or she's the friend of so-and-so from Brazil. Nobody, nobody knows. They, don't, they obviously just care little about this woman. So it's quite, yeah, it's, um, there's a lot going on there. I recommend you see it. It's very good fun. I haven't been so chuffed leaving the cinema this year. <laughs> I just had a big, stupid grin yeah, on my face when yeah, I left. Like I did okay. after a litre back. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. So Knives Out, number four. Ben, number okay, three. Number three. So I teased before that one of mine is not actually a movie. Um, this is the Amazon original series uh, Too Old to Die Young by Nicholas Winding Refn. The 13-hour long... It's basically a 13-hour movie that's okay. cut into ten parts. Uh, you could say that about any uh yeah series but this like very arc. like that that is true but this like it you could actually just string the episodes together and it would flow mm. like as a linear mm-hmm. piece of filmmaking kind of like you could with game of thrones or something like that <laughs> yeah but again like game of thrones like every episode yeah. has a oh, sort see. of arc to it that like you know like, obviously like you know that's you know, like I mean, maybe like the final season of The Sopranos kind of did this thing okay. where like episodes just sort of end, and you don't actually have like the payoff mm. of the narrative arc of every episode. Like the last season of The Sopranos is kind of just like one long thing, whereas this, like, yeah, it like I think six of the episodes are like an hour and a half, so yeah, they're like yeah, feature yeah. length, but like it's it's very much in like it's kind of Refn like pushing his. Like long take, nothing really happening, mm. low emotional affect style, like as far as it will go. And like me and a friend watched it over three nights while basically chain smoking joints. Mm. Uh, and I think being incredibly high is pretty central to the enjoyment of this experience. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, because it is, it does not give you a lot to. Uh, it's, it's not trying to satisfy you as an audience member. It is very much... That's his a, thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like this, far more so than even like Only God Forgives, uh-huh. which is a film that a lot of people really hated. I quite like that. I, I, I yeah. really liked it as yeah. well. But like, yeah, this is really... It's like he's trying to annoy audience yeah. members or he's trying to push people's buttons. Did he Did he do Valhalla Rising? He with, did, That's yes. one of the worst films I've ever seen. I, I, I didn't get like 15 so minutes into boring. it. So boring. Yeah. So boring. Mm. Yeah, but so so is this? Is there a 
it sounds like there's no story. What's going on in this? Yeah, thing? it's sort of about like there's kind of this like cartel in Mexico, oh, okay. and Miles Teller plays this cop. Uh, oh yes, yeah. kind of. He's the whiplash guy, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yes, the whiplash guy. Um, and it's and he kind of like he gets into doing hitman contracts and kind of. Mm. I don't know, there's, there's these kind of two different stories that sort of intermesh with each other, but don't really, and then, like, like uh, spoiler alert, Miles Teller's character dies, like, eight episodes in, and he just, like, mm. like he was the main character, and then there's, like, two more episodes after right. he dies that aren't about him at all. Huh. It's it's yeah. a very weird series, and, like, they're never, like, I don't think there's ever going to be a season two, and it kind of stands alone as its own thing. But, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's... I, I'm... Happy to hear this, Ben. Yeah. But that means you couldn't find an actual film to fill the top five. Oh no! Look, I've got, I've got, I've got six I, more films that aren't uh, in my top okay. five. I, I can sub another one a, in if you this want. This is a good. This is the natural um, state of things at the moment, though. Isn't yeah, it? that's because, true. Yeah, because this is a format that is taking over yeah, that's, cinema that's in a, a lot of ways. So it's only natural that in somebody's going to buck the trend here. <gasps> Happens to be Ben today. I didn't yeah. think I didn't because I. You told me I wasn't allowed to, but specifically. <laughs> Particularly right. with Netflix chucking money at directors and letting them do whatever mm, yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, know, I think there's going to be a few, yeah. Mm. Okay, so what is it called Redefinitions again? of uh, film. Too old to die young. Too old to die young. Okay, yeah, nice. Thank you. Number three. Okay, um, I'm going to throw in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood here. Really? Um, mm. My main reasoning behind this, and I'll say, which I've said before, I did not find it a very enjoyable film to watch. Hmm. Um, it's it's probably you know it's a little bit boring. It's uh, in parts it's a lot misogynistic. It's there's all sorts of things wrong with it. But I, it's a skillfully made film that hmm. I wanted to talk about after I saw it. Okay, and yeah. I was able to talk about it for. We did a long, long period for that. Yeah. After I saw it, and I think I'm finding that that's something, which to me says that I've found a film to be or that I think a film's important is yeah. when I want to talk about it after it, and almost the um, the actual experience of seeing the film becomes a little bit more irrelevant in that in that case, mm. um, because I was more interested in discussing um, Tarantino's motivations for making it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really important. I think it's maybe his most important film. Because it is about Hollywood, it's about the the art of filmmaking itself, hmm. um, and um, yeah, on the, on that level, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not in my top ten, but it it probably could have been. There are some things I didn't dig about it, but it's not boring. I wouldn't say. I think it's oh, really I, I well made. I found the first half of it extremely really? boring. Really, just yeah. vignette We've after probably... vignette of uh, meaningless. Yeah, he doesn't have an editor. Little... I mean, that, yeah, you know, he just does what doesn't he wants. Doesn't he use but... the same person all the time, or? Probably, it's a I yes man mean, anyway. Of course, there's an sure. editor. I think. Yeah, yeah but imagine, um, what I mean is, he doesn't I take any. I think maybe this was the first film he did with a different <coughs> editor. Like I think maybe uh, his okay. editor that he works with mm. or has worked with, uh, maybe she passed away. Oh, I really? Think I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Mm. Um, maybe he bashed her head against the fireplace 50 <laughs> billion times. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I <laughs> yeah. feel like we would have heard about that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm, by that I mean he he won't negotiate, I don't think, with an editor. It seems like what he wants in it stays in it. Otherwise, we would have had tighter films from him in the past. Uh, yeah, well, Maybe so, they well been you're, just you're one sort of arguing in my favour of saying it's a bit boring in that, in a sense there, because 
you're saying he should have had an impact. I kind of am, aren't I? But, yeah. um, um, no, I, thought, I thought it was a uh, breezy three hours. Yeah, I, I, did, I, I, I really liked it, yeah. yeah. There are, yeah. there are. I mean, the Hateful Eight could have lost a 30-minute chunk out of it, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I don't, I, it's, not, it's not boring, but he could have tightened it up. Mm. Is that, does that make any sense? No, yeah, 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 there's a lot no, of films No, that there. makes sense, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, good, nice one. So that was not in anyone else's uh, top five, I take it. Not in my top I ten. I missed it. Yeah, it's wow. just, I, I know. I kept, yeah, because I kept trying to see it at the cinema, ah. and just okay. Oh no, I just completely missed yeah. it. Okay. okay, you'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully. well, I'm trying to wait to see if it pops up on these outdoor cinemas, but it just doesn't yeah, seem to be right. on anyone's schedule at the moment. Mm. So I really want to see it on a big, big screen. screen. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, number three. Uh, for me, it is Parasite. Yeah. Number three, eh? Really enjoyed mm -hmm. this film. Uh, it was one of two um, Korean films I saw this can year. I raise a question: yeah. What if, what if my next one is Parasite? <laughs> yeah, my next one Should is I? also Parasite. <laughs> what if it is? <laughs> yeah, do we just skip it when we get to it? Oh, I guess you could say why do we you all dug join it, in. I guess. Yeah. yeah do we, we all join in on Parasite now and just get it out <laughs> out of the way? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, assuming after, after it, Mercy, assuming I've yeah. got it in my. Um, yeah, anyway, I, this was just a great black comedy. Mm. Um, it was very different. The other Korean film I saw uh, last year was Burning, mm. uh, which oh, okay. was a very... I, I, that's in my like, honourable mentions, yep. because I don't know if I loved it or I hated it. Because mm. when I kind of wrote my little notes down afterwards, I said, this either is uh, like an 8 out of 10 mm. or a 2 out of 10. It depends oh, what okay. mood I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just, right. oh, it frustrated me, but I really liked it. But Parasite was funny. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, some good little twists in there. Some good metaphors. Uh, yeah. Mm. Some, we argued about it. Yes, some of these, we certainly we? did. A great charismatic <laughs> cast. Um, mm. And, yeah, just had a bit of everything in there. I just, yeah, yeah thoroughly enjoy this film. And I'm glad to see, you know, with the awards mm. and all that, it's, it's kind good. of appeared yeah. and disappeared. And now it's had this resurgence thanks to the awards yeah, season. Yeah, I think Luna mm. got it back again. Yeah, it's so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just one of those ones mm. um, I think a lot of people are going to see. And, um, yeah, and yeah. another one just... I discovered after I did these, I had a bit of a theme through mm -hmm. four of them, and that is led by just really strong, great women. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was quite surprised when I kind of went, oh, yes. Oh, right. So, yeah, it's when, you know, Hollywood, you know, you say yeah. they, you know, strong action or mm. what do women don't make money? Rubbish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, your 45 year old male who, so I'm you know. Thinking, I'm guessing you're number one now, but I, I won't guess it. And um, where is Parasite for you guys? Uh, number two. Well,. Yeah, I'm going to call it number two. Yeah, it's my number two as well. Actually, so look at that. Yeah, oh, wow. Shit, number one's still on the <laughs> on the table then. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. The water thing was fantastic yes. for me, and the rock. Yeah. And the smell. Oh. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, yeah the lots the of rock. stuff going on. I don't know yeah. That what was the, the rock. The rock. The, oh, okay. The wealth rock, That's which right, I yeah. said for the first. 15 minutes, it, I thought this was a horror had, film. Yeah, right. Because right. <laughs> I knew nothing was, about it. It's kind of suspense in parts, definitely. Yeah. Like, it changed tack amazingly. Also, yeah. I mean, the yeah. reveal of the husband living under the house. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. God, that was yeah. so good. Yeah. That was one of the most heart-pounding <laughs> yes. cinema yeah. events yeah. of my year, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's also... I've found a, a bit of an indescribable uh, mm. quality to this film, which has always interests me. Mm. Is yeah. what, what is it about all these different things thrown together mm. in such a way that somehow make it just really, yeah. really pleasurable. And yeah, I still think that scene where they escape the house and oh. run down the steps yeah. to the 
the basically the the toilet overflowing. Yeah, just hiding in the rain. Fantastic scene. That's also the scene of the year. I think. <laughs> Maybe my my favorite scene of the year might have been just the shot of the mother like swinging the like hammer and then oh, just like yes. throwing <laughs> over the fence. <laughs> and then a couple of seconds later, you get this like window smashing sound. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, a, it's a top film. And I I had yeah. to really argue with myself about this being one or two. Yeah, and it just. Yeah. yeah, they could be really rotated these one and two, but we'll get to that, won't we? So we're at yeah. three. Yes, so, yeah, so right. it was three. So we've all now done our number two. So your number three. Number three, yeah. So oh yeah, your number three. It's right. um, very early on in the year. Uh, the favourite number ah. three for me. Mm. Yeah, Rolly's going to have this in his top uh, top no. ten, top twenty, <laughs> top thirty. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit forgettable. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought you'd say. Yeah, um, I loved it. I thought it was a, a cracking good good time. Um, Oh, that's right. This is the one with those ridiculous da- the dance moves. moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's the thing you took away from it. Yeah, they weren't. They wouldn't dance like they this. They wouldn't dance like <laughs> big yeah. boys and big girls. It was a film. <laughs> it's one of those films. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was good fun. Um, lots of good performances. I like Nicholas Holt and his um, his weird sort of mannerisms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he was what? Pip the younger or someone Some, like that. Somebody yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. Olivia Coleman, um, fantastic. The rabbits all through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the the, the three women. And, uh, it was Olivia Rachel Coleman, Weiss, Rachel Weisz, and Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. And they had a great little, uh, you know, triangular relationship, I suppose you yeah. could call it. Ultimate power dressing yeah. for a Rachel Weisz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it had a lot. Is it in yours? Oh, well, yeah, no, no, no. okay. Anyway, that's um that's my number three. Number two, are we ready for then? Um, so I've already done my number two. That's Parasite. Parasite. Parasite for you, Rolly. Parasite for me too. So Merv, you know. My two. number two was a film called Ready or Not. Oh, I've heard about this. Oh, this was a great little comedy horror film. Okay. Um, it was by directed by uh, Matt Bettinelli Olpin and Tyler Gillett, and it starred Samara Weaving, who is from Home and Away. Oh, so it's that the, film. Yeah, oh, okay. it was one of the funniest. Um, just bonkers films I have seen in a long time. The whole premise is basically it's at this wedding, mm. um, and the family go, "Oh, we got this tradition where um, we all have to kind of play a game because their family is super rich mm. who made their money through making board games." And she goes, "All right." Mm. So at midnight, she goes in, and it turns out the whole family has to hunt her down and kill her before dawn because they've got a pact with the devil. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's just insane. It was just funny, and you know, Samara Weaving. She went from you know just kind of this, oh, I'm just getting married, I'm happy, into this knocked down, you know, in the wedding dress, covered in blood and dirt, oh. and she's just gone through <laughs> horrible things. Um, but she still has a sense of humour in a way, and just she's great in it, and it's just just bonkers. Is this a British? No, film no, or I'm, it's an American. American, film? Oh, yeah, really? American. Okay. Um, who oh. else is it? Andy McDowell's in it. Um, Adam Brady, Brody, I think. Yeah, Brody. Adrian uh, Brody. Adrian. No, no, not Adrian Brody. Adam. He's. Uh, he was in. I think the OC. The OC or, yeah. 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 Um, Never. And just the final yeah. scene of here, this torn blood uh, kind of soaked, you know, um, you know, wedding yeah. dress, just sitting there having a cigarette. Okay. <laughs> as the house burns. So it's... this is what I've heard people mentioning this in the same in the same breath as Knives Out. Like they'd make a. Is there a big house in this or something? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it okay. was. I that was another. I just came out huh. laughing my head off, oh, just really? feeling so good that I'd seen it. Number two. Uh, yeah. Right. Just okay. 
it got the cockles warm yeah, and I, I laughed my head off all through it. And it was right. just insane. Right. It was great fun. You were a bit of a sicko, so you would like that kind of <laughs> film. So, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, I'm not actually generally a horror fan, but I do like horror comedy. Yeah, okay. I don't like your... Very specific. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't like your torture porn no, ones, no, you know, no, like your yeah. saws and all that. I mm. don't like that. But if there's a mm. sense of humour, like critters and, you know, those sort of ones. I've got gremlins. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking bad 80s, yeah, bad yeah. 80s horror comedies. Um, all right, good one. So are we... Now two, 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 so basket we, case. Basket case. That comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're down to number one. Countdown, Ben. Number one, okay. Um, my number one was Shoplifters. Really? Yes, I, I oh. love Shoplifters. Oh. I thought it was... One of the greatest films I've ever seen. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Um, um, it's yes. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hirokazu okay. uh, Kareida mm. film. Um, yeah, it was so amazing the way that it like like limits the information that it gives you. Mm. So it makes you assume the nature of the relationship between all these characters, and then it slowly like without any kind of ceremony, it just like will just outlay a bit of information yeah. quite offhand that makes you reframe your understanding of like yes. what's going on mm-hmm. how these yeah. people are related to one another and so on and just such a beautiful portrait of like mm. you know this constructed family and these dynamics and the way these people have kind of fashioned this life for themselves at the fringes of society yeah um, yeah I, it was such a such a beautiful powerful movie mm. yeah. yeah I've seen this I, I agree I, I think the only drawback for me was the misery yeah, I just yeah, get yeah. so miserable. You've seen yeah. this too? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it as well. well as but he someone does. who's been depressed for a long time, uh, <laughs> really kind of, I actually enjoyed <laughs> the misery. <laughs> so, Refn, uh, Coriada, uh, I can see a theme here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good, it's really good film, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Have you seen um, Everybody Knows? That, Nobody that? Knows, uh, yeah. well, which, I, which I have not seen. No. What's Everybody Knows? Then? Is that the um, um, Spanish think, one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nobody knows. That's pretty good too. But again, wow. So yeah, that's what I haven't so watched because it's like, oh no, this. Is, I don't want to watch a movie about children slowly dying. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not box office. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Shoplifters is a little bit more um, watchable. I yeah. suppose you could say. Yeah. Because like his, yeah. I, I'd seen two of his other films in the last few years, and like they were a lot more kind of. I, slight, perhaps, like okay. a, a lot more kind of like uplifting in a kind of corny way, and uh, then this okay. was just so like it has yeah. moments of like like when they're at the beach and like a bit of humor. yeah, 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 as well, like, yeah. It was really lovely, but then like overall it's just such mm. a brutal film. It is, yep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's certainly um, worth a watch, Robert, mm. if you haven't seen it. Okay, mm. I've I've written it down. That's Good man, on, it's on okay. my list. Number one, Rolly. Oh, okay. For my number one, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go... It's a film we did a podcast on. Okay. It's a Danish minimalist thriller. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. uh, Called The Guilty. Yeah. Uh, The director's name is Gustav Moller. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, And really, it's it's really just the camera is just a very close-up of people's faces for the Mm. one... Mostly one person's face for the whole film, which makes the performance really important... It makes the screenplay really important, which yes. is great. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, coming back to um, uh, one of the other films I was talking about, it's it the film plays out mostly in your mind. Mm. And I thought that was just um, more than just a, a budget kind of technique. It was a um, mm. it was you know it really played to the imagination of the viewer. And I thought it was just the antithesis of a lot of what's going on in 
film at the moment and I really enjoyed it on that level. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it, it just forced some imagination and, and it was kind of... Mm. It was quite intense as well at times. Yeah. I don't know. You you saw that film as well. What? Yes. How would you rate that one? I, I it was kind of middling for me. I thought it was better than average, but not. I wouldn't have gone in mm. the top ten. Yeah. No. Um, I I think I put it in there because of its its difference to a lot of other yeah, films out there yeah. as well. And um, it was kind of. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it, a good. It's, it wasn't it's a good trying story, to overstep anything or no. And you're, you're in the police rooms, maybe one room, and then he goes into another for a little bit. It's an emergency uh, dispatch centre, yeah, so yeah. Uh, the reason it works is largely because most of the actors are on the other end of the phone line yeah, on the voice. Yeah. And yeah. Um, all those, all the, so the voice performances are really well played. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's there's a, some, it, it there's could some be a radio horrifying play, moments really? as well. It could be a radio could, yeah. play. Like, yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and it kind of yeah, reminds me of things on that level yeah. as well. So The guilty. The guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worth seeing. There you go. You guys seen that? No, no. no it's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. Merv, number one. The favourite. Is it? Okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 I really like this film. Huh. It was funny. Um, had good proper ladies swearing their heads off all mm-hmm. through, which was... Um, yeah, it was just... The set design was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the fisheye camera work. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah and the right. lighting of it all. Yeah, pretty natural um, lighting, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and I thought Rachel Weiss was just fantastic in it. Mm. Um, she just was just this tour de force all mm. through it and such a counterpoint to, you know, Olivia Coleman's weak and, yeah. you know, yeah. struggling queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and, again, a little bit bonkers in place. Yeah. Um, as I said, you know, the, the way they portrayed all the men as these... They were the puffy, you yeah, know, dancing yeah. and just their duck racing or very, goose racing, I yeah. think it was. They were very dandy, were they? They were Dandies. very dandy. Yeah. They were very dandy yeah. and just kind of befuddled and, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I really enjoyed The Favourite. It yeah. stuck with me throughout now, the year. And we saw that. I, th- I remember you saying as we left, yeah. that, that's, that's going into the top five or ten and we'd only seen... Well, that's the first film. It we was in January. I think yeah, we saw yeah, that. It was yeah, one of the first films we saw. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. really liked it. It, it stuck was, around. That's yeah, good. it stuck with me, and yeah, I look forward. I got to sit and watch that again. Right, actually, right. I keep meaning to, but I haven't yet. Um, good one. Now, um, number one for me. Does anyone want to have a guess? Nobody, well, I've nobody's read mentioned blog. this. Well, I've, you've read the blog. Okay. <laughs> I've read your blog, so I know. Oh, oh you know. damn. Yeah, no, I would have guessed Parasite for you, but close. We were really very close. But I, I, I just tipped us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, uh, spooky, great performances, kept you thinking all the way through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic ending too, probably the best ending I've seen this <laughs> I year. I was going to say, I, it almost um, it was almost in my top five. I think okay. my, So it might be my number six or something, mm. but but the ending didn't really do it for me. <laughs> that, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that ending. Just, you know, just, just a great song to finish, a big sca- opening scale of the, the hands across America kind of thing. So, no, I, I loved it. Yeah, and lots of little hints all the way through, shadows all the way through, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those films that that you probably would appreciate because after it, you can read a bit about it, you can think again. And yeah, say, oh, yeah, that's that. no, yeah. and I did, yeah, I yeah. think we did have some good discussions about that, but I did have yeah. some issues with just my mind going in that final scene, like where did they all come from? How could they did that? Okay, yeah, are they underground in the forest as well? How big <laughs> were they? So no sewage pipes in the forest. So yeah, how did so they get you're up there? Trying, mm-hmm. you're trying to bring logic into it. Yes, a film yes, again. my yeah. mind does that sometimes. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's my number one. Um, shall we just run through the worst now? Sure. Uh, oh. Have you got a worst, Rolly? 
I'm trying to Same. remember. I you only told me we were doing worst. Yeah, I forgot just to before we started this. So, right. well, think I, about I remember it. I didn't like Peter Lou much. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. not sure if I didn't like it because a lot of other people seemed to think it was so amazing that I felt the need. Did you, to, who thought that? I don't know. I just. It's fucking I, I horrible. Read, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, there were some other reviews where I really I thought it was, but I, I liked what you said about it in the blog. Actually, you had a little play you, on words with. Did you read it? Two, I, I read that one. Really? Just, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, can you can you remember what it was? No. I'll look it up if I. If I, I wrote it last night. I can't oh. fucking remember. <laughs> really? Something like yeah. coming out of the Peter and the Lou. Peter. Yeah. There's there was like, there was too much. Oh, cliches. Peter and the Peter and the Lou. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Cliches yeah. out the Peter and. The I also read it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah that, okay. So Peter Lou. Yeah, that was disappointing. Very. I mean, he's a great director, and he turned out that steamer. I'm sorry. Mm. Ben, what do you have for your turkey? Uh, my turkey was Lords of Chaos, the film about the um, Norwegian black metal scene, oh, specifically yeah. Band Mayhem. Oh, oh really? Uh, which, yeah, like, I mean, it's a story that I was familiar with. Like, I'm not mm. like a huge metalhead or anything like that, mm. but, you know, like, it's such a notorious story. Um, and, like, I, I don't know, the film, like, kind of plays it all like it's this fun romp. Mm. Uh, where really, like, what's actually going on is deeply horrifying. Right. And it also presents the scenes of, like, it's kind of this, trying to be this, like, rollicking fun movie, and then it just has these seeds of extreme violence. Like, mm -hmm. there's a couple of, like, stabbings in it, which is like, oh, I bet this is what it actually looks like to watch someone get stabbed 23 uh, times. Oh, really? Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It was like, it, 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 uh, yeah, it just really left me with a really bad taste in my mouth. Uh, and like, it's not like I have a problem with violence in movies, sure. but it was just like the way that it sort of presented it as just like, ah, oh, these goofballs just kind of being idiots. And mm. like, yeah, I don't know, there was a tonal imbalance yeah, okay. that I found very off-putting. Also, stylistically, it was just like, just a director throwing everything at the wall okay. and not really having a kind of restraint or... Mm -hmm. You know, like it was just like, oh, well, may as well shoot it like this because why not? Yeah. You know, that sort <laughs> yeah. of approach. Right. Uh, okay. Lords of Chaos. Lords yeah, of Chaos. So, uh, it was a meh film for oh, me. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't remember watching it because, again, it was, uh, I'd heard about the story. I thought, oh, I'll, let's see what this fictional take on it was. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it was very much from the point of view of the, um, the guy, the, the, the final guy gets, um, that gets killed. Yes, um, that's Kieran, Kieran Culkin's character. Yes, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember. Yeah, it's kind of flashes in and out. But yeah. is he the one in Succession? Is that yeah. Kieran? Yeah. Yeah. See that that would have been on my best list if I hadn't been as brave as you were <laughs> to bring in a series. <laughs> Succession is amazing. Don't think about it. Um, so, Pete Lou, for you, Murph. Us. Get the fuck out! Oh, that's great. <laughs> Again, this is um, great. I mean, I saw many, many far worse films than this, but at the cinema, where I went and paid good money to watch one of the most boring, overrated, <laughs> just bland <laughs> films that I've ever, ever seen. I'm I, I think I'm just going to I just, I just don't think I like Jordan Peele's style. I think you I didn't just, like Get Out either. No, I, I found Get Out boring oh, as well. No, um, I, again, it's that there's just so many plot holes mm. in his movies. I mean... He asks the, a lot. He yeah. asks a lot of the viewer to go I mean, Lepita Nyong'o's character was great. Yeah, yeah. She was really good. And, and that was well shot. I mean, visually it was an interesting film. 
But there was just things I'm just like kind of going, no. And it was like, oh, it's meant to be genre breaking. No, it's not. It was just pretending to be playing with typical, like, walking into the, you know, why are you walking into the woods alone, you know, when yeah. you know there's a psychopathic monster in there type thing? Every why, film why are you do- doing Every it? film does that. Every right? film does that. Mm. But, you, you know, know you, this, so you, is, you, this no, is meant no, to I'm be, ooh, this. groundbreaking. <laughs> you, you know. couldn't find, you couldn't find no, I, a worse I, film than that. That I saw at the cinema? No. Okay, well, okay. Mm. Oh, trust me. There were other worse. There was, oh, that Steven Soderbergh horrible, terrible film about the basketball industry, which he shot on an iPhone or something on really? Netflix. I, I, I hated that, that film. <laughs> We've got arguments to go here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw worse <laughs> things right. on stream, but at the cinema. Because I get a feeling. That you might be doing this to wind me up. Well, no, I gotta, no, I, no, I, no, I, I came, say I told you long ago I hated this Yeah, I know, that's true, that's true. Yeah, I gotta yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say this when you were describing it as your number one, yeah. but I put us on my most okay slash fine Most okay movies. It was like, that's eh, fine. Like, okay. yeah. I mean, oh, I watched really? it on a plane, which maybe contributed oh, yeah, to yeah. my lack of engagement with it, but sure. yeah, it was, it was just fine. Wow. I saw the, okay. the trailer for this, mm. and again, I got hooked by the trailer. The trailer yeah, is the trailer was brilliant. Good. I want this looks <clears throat> genuinely scary. I did yeah. not jump once it's during not, this. I film. don't think it's a scary film, but but I said the trailer, mm, yeah, maybe you know, maybe really pushed this kind of you know because there's the whole thing about the family. <coughs> it's cut and it's mm. it's got that. Okay, well, all I'm yeah. hearing now is us worst Alita Battle Angel <laughs> in my top five. <laughs> top five. I came out of that and movie I'm fucking, happy. I'm gobsmacked. I came out of Alita Battle Angel happy. I shouldn't be surprised. You do yeah. throw some absolute shite at the wall sometimes. I do. Yeah. I love my crappy films. And Alita Battle Angel was not pretending anyway, to be anything uh, To my mind, in, in favour yeah. of us, this is what makes us a slightly, uh, a definitely a better film than you're saying because it is... You know, polarizes yeah, 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 people, okay, yeah. which uh, provokes the discussion. So, Lady Bell Angel is a piece of cinematic genius. Fuck <laughs> 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 hell, I have to get out the door again. Um, thanks, Merv. Thanks very much. Um, book your ticket for next year. Uh, well, the worst for me, this is a funny one. I, I was asked if I would like to watch a film and review it from this, this company in America, distribution company. And I said, oh, yeah, okay, sure. I talk, remember I talked to you yeah, about this? Yeah, And they sent me this um, link to the, the screener. It's, it's a Danish animation about losing Christmas or something. It's called Finding Santa. And I thought, <laughs> oh, should I? Already I don't necessarily want to. It's not for me, really. It's just not the kind of film I'd want to check out. But I did, and I watched it, reviewed it, and really wish kind of hadn't done it. It was just so weird and odd and, and not even... Sometimes I watch an animation with the kids and think, oh, that, that's fairly serviceable, that's good fun. Yeah. Was it pitched at kids or was it like a... I think it's pitched at kids, but maybe Danish kids have a different sensibility. Uh -huh. I don't know. It's very odd. So very naive. And there's a floating angel and there's a pig with a... I think it's a marzipan pig with a chunk taken out of its ass because someone bit it. And it <laughs> it's fucking oh. weird. It's, yeah, so odd. I, I, and that's the reason I put that. Out. I've seen pretty bad films this year, but the reason that's one is I really struggled to keep my eyes open for that film, and I wasn't really tired. So I guess they won't be sending you any more links. Probably not. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that company. Uh, I guess not. No. Yeah, I, I tried to be nice about it though. It's just not my kind of film. Maybe some people 
would like it kids did you write back to them and say hey i've reviewed the film yeah take a look yeah (laughs) see that was not my my advice was only review the film if you like it yeah i know i didn't take your advice (laughs) um no but the woman in that company was yeah sure we appreciate honest reviews and stuff and she she was quite good about it so yeah but i don't think they'll be back in touch with me (laughs) um does anyone have any special mentions for anything this year that they've not um, well, so uh, some of my other categories, uh, the films I was most ambivalent about, which mm. is like, I, these are the films I'm ambivalent about for different reasons. First of them is Drand Cost Concrete, the oh, Craig yes. Zyla film, yeah. uh, starring uh, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, yep. uh, which, like, he made another film called Brawl on Sublock 99, I think oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. another Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's, I, I think he's a very good filmmaker and very good at, like, directing action but his political ideology uh, does not really align with mine, okay. which is fine. You know, yeah. people like to have different opinions to me. Sure. But I don't know. There's a deep kind of conservatism and um, suspicion of foreigners, oh, I think, yeah. that comes through in oh. his work that uh, is somewhat troubling. So, uh-huh. like, I, I enjoyed it as an action movie, but I did not like it on a philosophical level. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, um, and the other one was Ad Astra, which I thought was a very oh, yeah. well-made oh. film. I just yeah. wasn't engaged with it. Yeah, like, okay, I could see that. It's yeah. cold. It's pretty cold, yeah. isn't it? which yeah. is fine. Like, you know, I, hey, yeah. I, I liked the 13-hour reference series, mm. yeah, so yeah. that's not a problem for me. Yeah. But, yeah, I just for whatever reason, it didn't. Like, yeah. I could appreciate it on a technical level and an artistic level, but it just yeah. didn't engage me as an audience member. Yeah, I quite didn't mind that. I saw that in Taiwan, actually, that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, yeah, I could see how it's a little bit, it's a little bit cold, I think, yeah. Mm. Um, to, the rounding out my top ten, The Irishman, Endgame, mm-hmm. The Sisters Brothers, <coughs> Nerf, mm-hmm. uh, Skywalker, and Maradona was in there as well, yeah, so... Yeah, some pretty good films this year. I think that my worst list isn't as bad as some other years. I've just I struggled to pick really stinkers out of this mm. year. Peter Lou was disappointing. I think, I think you had the uh, room last year to go with though. Didn't oh, you? I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and some John Woo film that was shonky as hell. Mm. Yeah. Most of my worst films were basically stuff on Netflix. Band was it Bandersnatch, The Black Mirror. Oh, you didn't like Bandersnatch. Yes. I yeah. hated that. Uh, I. I finished that out of pure spite. Right. I just want passivity when I'm watching a film. I don't want to yeah. have to play it. It's mm. like, I don't want a game. Uh, it was okay, though. Ah, it was, yeah. ugh, got awful. Roly, any uh, final thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, quite literally, no. no I, I think thoughts. I'm done. I think I'm we done. are done. All right, gentlemen, thank you for coming today. Move. I'll have words with you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. See you again. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.